good evening. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you are having a good week, and I hope that you're blessed by getting to hear these few words we're going to look at tonight. We've got a, a short little 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 passage tonight, going to be a, a real short sermon, but let's pray, and let's see what God's Word may speak to us tonight. God, we come to you, and I thank you for these good words, and I pray that we live by what we're going to read and talk about tonight. God, I pray that you help us not to miss the simplicity of what your word says. God, sometimes there are things in there that are that are difficult and that are tough, but God, help us not to miss the simple truth that your word wants to teach us. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I was thinking about a passage this morning, and I don't know why, it just popped into my head, a short and a simple passage, but one of my favorite passages. You probably have those passages too. Passages that it seems like no matter how many times you hear them or how many times you, you read them, boy, they just really, there's something about them, that they are just powerful. Now, I have a few of those in Scripture, and, and perhaps you do too, and I was thinking about this passage that we're going to look at tonight in John. In John chapter 3, verse 30, just a really short little verse. John chapter 3, verse 30 says, he must increase, but I must decrease. Now, this verse here is John the Baptist speaking about Jesus. That Jesus needed to be greater and that John himself needed to be lesser. Now, I know that if you've listened to me preach any amount of time, you've probably heard me preach on this verse before. But every time it comes to my mind, every time I see it, it's like, wow, I just feel like it's such a an important and significant message that we need to hear. And so we were setting up camp on it again tonight. Here was John the Baptist who was sent ahead of Jesus to prepare people for Jesus the Messiah who was coming. And as people begin to go to Jesus and, and people begin to be baptized by Jesus and the uh, disciples, here was John who had done his job, who had led people to Jesus. And, was, and when John was questioned about it, he said, look, this is the way it's supposed to be. Look, I came to serve the Messiah, and now the Messiah is in the spotlight. All the spotlight should be on the Messiah, John said. I've done my work. I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter to me that people flock to him. It doesn't matter that people look past me and look to him, that people pass by my baptism and seek his baptism. John said, look, I'm just a servant. I must decrease, but he must increase. Now the same is true for you and I. Now John the Baptist came before Jesus and we came after Jesus but we also in a way come before Jesus. We come after Jesus and the truth of the gospel that he gave his life on a cross so that we could be forgiven that he died, that he gave his life for the forgiveness of our sins we come after that fact we come after the fact that he was raised from the grave but we come before the fact that one day he's going to return and so in some ways, our job is not that much different than John the Baptist. No, we're not maybe as significant as John the Baptist and what we see prophesied about him in Scripture. But we are significant in our own different way. Because we come to people who need to hear the truth of God's Word. Now, John's people were looking, he, he was preaching to the Messiah who was coming, that they would look forward to him and see that Messiah who was coming. They were looking at what was going to take place. But when we 
show people the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're showing people what has taken place. We, 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 we're, we're, we're pointing them sometimes to what's going to take place, that yes, one day we are going to stand before Jesus Christ. One day he is going to return. Yeah, we point people in that direction too. We focus on those things and we look forward to that day and the hope that comes in Jesus Christ. But we look forward to that day because of the truth of what happened in the past. We look back at what Jesus has already done. It's the proof, it's the evidence to say, look, let me tell you about Jesus Christ. Let me tell you God's word. Let me tell you what Jesus has done. And our job, our desire, should be the same desire that John had. Look to Jesus. Don't look to me. Look to Jesus. Let him increase in your life. Look at how he lived. Look at what he taught. Follow his example. Let him increase in your life. It shouldn't be about you and I and what we can do or what we have done or what we will do. It's not about us. And we may have a tendency. That, that temptation is there probably for a lot of us maybe. That temptation to be, boy, to be kind of puffed up with pride, to, to think about what we have done, and boy, how, how good we are, and boy, we lift ourselves up sometimes. We like to increase ourselves. And boy, sometimes we do good things, things that God wants us to do. And people may even comment, they may even boast in the good that we do. And we may sometimes fall into that temptation of thinking too much of ourselves, of letting our self-increase. John didn't do that. He was on guard. He said, look, it doesn't matter if people are flocking to me. It doesn't matter if people are listening to me because if they're going to Jesus, they're going to one greater. And that was, that was John's calling. That was, his, that was his duty. That's what he was sent to do was to teach people the truth so that they would go to Jesus Christ. Now, that's really the same thing that all of us have to do. If we've put our faith in Jesus Christ, that's really what we're doing. We're trying to live a life in a way that shows other people, look, there is one better than me that you need to go to. We shouldn't want people to look at us and say, boy, he or she is a good guy because of this, that, and the other. Yeah, maybe we do good things, and maybe we are good men and women in the things we do. But our desire should not, should not be that, that, that we increase in stature in our own minds and among other people, but that Jesus increases. That everything that is done, that everything we do in our life, that Jesus is glorified. That he continues to increase. He increases in our life because we trust him all the more. We love him all the more. We serve him all the more. People's awareness around, uh, the people around us are more aware of who Jesus is because he is increasing in our life. And we are giving him the glory for all that takes place. And he begins to increase in other people's lives. We shouldn't draw people to ourselves. What can we do? We can't offer salvation. We draw people to Jesus Christ. We do it by our love and, and sometimes by our words. We, we may speak the truth to them or they may see the truth of the love of the gospel of Jesus through our actions. But everything we do should be to point people to Jesus so that he can grow in our life and he can grow in, our, in their life and he can be their Lord and Savior. And these words, as simple as they may be, perhaps we need to think about them a little more often. Maybe we only read these words every so often. But 
Boy, the truth that John spoke is a truth that you and I need to recognize. That in everything we do in our life, that Jesus must increase and we must decrease. Boy, I struggle. I struggle because I always, I always think, boy, I want to do better, I want to do better. And then sometimes I find myself sinning and I think about these verses and I think, boy, Lord, this is what I want to happen. Help this to be the case in my life. God, help me to think less of myself and to think more of you. To trust less in my trust less in my abilities and trust more in your Son, Jesus Christ, dear Lord. Let us follow the example of John here. That we decrease in our own life, but that Jesus increases. That everything we do, we give him the glory. It's a simple message. There are lots of there are lots of difficult passages of Scripture. There are lots of difficult messages and, and things that we scratch our head and say, I don't know what that means. What's that prophecy mean? What's this weird language mean? What's this story mean? There are a lot of things that we can boy, really get caught up in and still not be sure what they mean. After hours and hours or weeks and weeks or years and years of study, there are things that we say, boy, I just don't know what that means. But then there are other verses just like this that are so simple that are so to the point, that are so easy to understand. Sometimes, maybe even as pastors, we're guilty of, boy, muddying the waters with things we want to say to make good points and to, and to be able to, to give people all the information they need to better understand the Scripture. Sometimes we muddy the waters as pastors, or maybe even when we're studying the Word on our own personal time, we may get caught up in things that are complex. But then we see Scriptures like these, that are as simple as they can be, that really need no explanation other than to simply read them and meditate on what they say, the words of truth, that we must decrease in our life and that Jesus must increase. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight and I thank you for these good words. As few as they may be, God, there's so much power in what, what, what this one verse says and I pray, God, that we would that we would decrease in our own life and that Jesus Christ would increase in our life. God, that we recognize that we're just a servant. We're just a faithful servant who wants to serve Jesus, and I pray that you help us to do so. And in everything we do, even the good things you do through us, dear Lord, let us give you the glory. Let us put everything, uh, point everyone uh, back to you in everything that we do, dear Lord, so that Jesus would be glorified, so that his presence would increase, so that people would see him and not us, so that people would see his salvation and experience his freedom and peace that only comes through Him. God, I pray that people would turn to Jesus Christ tonight if they haven't, that He would increase in their life, and that we would decrease in our own life, God. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. To learn more about Jesus, call or text Pastor Shan at 601-657-0180 or email him at shanvn at me.com. You can also visit us at www.enterprisebaptist.church or follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ebcliberty. We hope that you have been blessed by today's service.